Hi, this is Carol Miller from iHeartRadio's Q1043 in New York. Our friends Alan Thompson and Nigel Pierce are presenters in England, and on this podcast, we visit with them and give you a taste of what it's like to listen to real British radio. This time, Nigel speaks to the singer extraordinaire, Deborah Bonham, of that musical family, yes. She has an upcoming tour here in the U.S., and if you catch this podcast in time, there will be a special you can hear on futureradio.co.uk on Sunday, February 24th at 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. Meanwhile, here's Nigel Pierce and Deborah Bonham on UK Radio. And good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Groove Britain with yours truly, Nigel Pierce. And that is what you call short, sharp, rock to the point, explosive track. One of my personal favourites, believe it or not, that is Eric Burden and the Animals called Fire on the Sun. And uh, we've got a fire of our own today, and uh, we don't want to quench the flames, we want to stoke them up, because we've got a great rocking lady on the phone who's decided to drop in and uh, say a few words, or maybe a plethora, I don't know. It's a wonderful, talented Deborah Bonham. Deborah, good day to you. Good day, Nigel. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to see you. Well, speak with you, actually. I can't see you. I know what you look like from the photographs, but I can't see you. But that's good, <laughs> that's, that's good enough for me. Uh, yeah, great to have you back on the programme. Um, it's been, what, nine months or so, I think, I think since, since we last spoke. But uh, yeah. all, always a pleasure. I know you've been a busy lady. But uh, what did you think of that track? Oh, Eric Burden. I mean, they're just... It's, and the animals. I've, I've actually uh, done a bit of touring with the animals. Of course, not with Eric, but... Um, and they had uh, Steve Cropper with them. Yep. And it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I did a couple of shows with them. It was um, it was quite an honour actually. But what a great track! What a re- and a, and and not not a, a massively well known track as well. So Nigel strikes again, eh? I like to do my little bit, and I'm going <laughs> to strike later in the show. I know that for a fact because I've already warned Dave, so uh, I've already cleared the way for you. But that, that's another, okay. that's another, that's, that's another Fire story. Brilliant. Anyway, written by a man by the name of Shaky Jake. Yeah. I don't know what you were shaking for, but uh, he didn't have to shake to write that. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> now, name, oh, Shaky Jake. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, you've just come back from America, so I understand that you're, going, you're on Boomerang Airways because you're going back again. Yeah, I am. I'm going back at the end of uh, April, and I can't wait. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. We did the, the Stars Align tour with Paul Rogers and Jeff Beck and Ann Wilson. I mean, you know, just being on the stage with those three guys to start off with was pretty spectacular, you know. I mean, two of the greatest vocalists and uh, one of the greatest guitarists, so I was in real good company. I felt quite honoured about that, too. Um, so, uh, and we went, uh, went down a storm and, um, you know, found somebody out there, the beautiful Gary Nesbitt, um, who came to one of the shows and said, you know, I don't know, I, I can't understand why you, you, no one's brought you over here let's do something so i went yeah absolutely i'd love to because we had we really did have a great time and um so we're going back in april and just doing the east coast you know new york um and uh, around new york and uh, i'm really excited really excited because i get to do the full band and the full show now because it's going to be one of um you know my shows and one of the shows is with terry reed as well who you know of course i love um so I'm super excited about that as well. 
Well, there we go. What more can we say? Is it, it feels like you won't want to talk to me. I won't be, I won't be good enough for you, That's Deborah. That's never going to happen, is it, really? I, I hope mean, not. Really, I like, know that. I'm only having, if I can't have a laugh and a joke with my good friend Deborah, then who can I have a <laughs> laugh and joke with? Um, yeah, no, we were very pleased, seriously, to have you on the show last year before you toddled off to America because you, you did give us a little bit of an exclusive. We know that. And uh, that was done through, obviously, the work with yourself and Dave and myself. So that was absolutely fantastic. And I did keep in touch through the web and through Dave and give you various comments on the photographs that were truly spectacular that you pushed back. Um, so that we, we, I could feel it, even though I couldn't hear it. And I know that you're going to see and talk to a very, very, very good professional friend of mine called Carol Miller in New yes. York. I am. I am on the 30th of April. Um really excited about that as well. You can, I mean, I'm just excited about everything at the moment. But it's, um, you know, it's great. I mean, it's there's so much to talk about. You know, such a such a lot has happened in my life, and it's and you know, some of it's bad. Most of it's fantastic, and uh, it's just great to to tell the the story or talk to people and listen to great music or play great music. And it's um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I can't wait to meet Carol. Well, Carol is a great supporter of what we do over here. Um, uh -huh. As you know, you've featured very heavily on the SoundCloud because she's pushed the interviews back on the web uh, that you've uh -huh. kindly done for us. And uh, it was, I'm very pleased to have been a small part or any part of what's happened and you meeting Carol. And Carol is a great supporter. So I know Carol's going to pick up this interview. So say, hi, Carol. Deborah's here. She's looking forward to meeting you. Are you not? Do you want to say hi, Carol? Hi, Carol. I can't wait to get there and see you. In New York City, well, there one of my favourite places. Well, there you go. We've done the bit of rubbernecking. Now, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Now, where well, about... Well, you know, you've got to thank people who, who help you because, oh, yeah. you know, that's what it's all about. I mean, you, you can never take anything for granted no. in this business no, no, or no, in no. life. No. You know, somebody somebody does something good for you, it, you pay it back, you know. You do. Or pay it forward, whichever way. Well, Carol's had a fair sort of um, tribulations and trials like, like everybody else has and... Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, you get through it, you do these things, but I know that Carol's going to look after you, but she's a great supporter of what we do here in Norwich uh, on Future okay. Radio with myself and, and my colleague. Great? It is. Okay. And Radio station in Norwich, and it's all getting played out in America. I just think that's so cool. It's brilliant. It is. Uh, I, I like to think we've done something that not many other regional um, yeah, presenters absolutely. have done, and uh, I think there's more to come. But yeah. uh, that's another story. Now, whereabouts exactly are you going to be playing? Um, at the, we start off in um, a place called Wayne, which is no, we don't. Yes, we do. Oh gosh, I haven't got the dates in front of me. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? Well, we start off in Wayne, I believe, on the second of May, which is um, just sort of north of Philadelphia, a bit sort of Pennsylvania, which is great because I've got family. My my brother John's daughter lives in Pennsylvania, so I get to see her, which is fantastic. Um, and then we go to Aysbury Park with Terry Reid. Um, in uh, that's further over. Uh, well, it's Aysbury Park, and um, and that's the fourth, I believe. No, um, I'd have to tell you the dates. Anyway, the dates will be available on DebraBonham.com. Well, that's fine. I mean, uh, that, but, that's fine. It's just the fact you're going across there, and I think you're doing four or five yeah, shows. And then, of course, we're playing the. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited that we're doing. I'm all of the dates. 
but we're doing the cutting room in the centre of New York, which um, I'm absolutely thrilled about, and then live at Daryl's, because, you know, throughout my life growing up, I've been a huge fan of Hall & Oates. Yep. Absolutely love Daryl Hall's voice, you know. And I've seen him sing several times. One time with the, um, the uh, PA sort of broke down. This was in Birmingham. Birmingham um, Odeon, it was, many years back. And the, the PA broke down, and he was just like, you know what, I'm going to continue playing and singing. And I was towards the back, and I could hear him, and he sounded amazing. And so I've always loved Daryl Hall, so I'm, I'm really excited. I hope he comes to the gig and gets up and sings with me, and I'll live happily ever after with him after that, I think. Oh, dear, very nice. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it was, what is it, what is it um, fan clamour strikes again, I think, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, did I just say all that out loud? That was what was going on in my head. Well, there you go. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be out loud. That's, yeah, I'm really excited about that. No, that's why we like to talk to you, Deborah, because it's off the cuff, it's spontaneous, it's intimate. <laughs> I, I think we get a different feel. I don't like scripted interviews. Um, but you've got to ask that question, this question, and that question. If you've got the time, let it float over, man. Just drop in where you need to, and uh, you're going to get some reaction, like I'm going to do now. So sit down. I'm sitting. I've dug this track out from my archives. Uh-huh. 1971-72. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, I think it was a good three or four years before this track was issued on an album in of its own consequence. It came out on an Atlantic sampler album called It All Starts Here. It was side one, track one. Mm -hmm. And it's very acoustic, very pleasant. But I think that uh, I'd like you to introduce it. Now, the reason that it is, is I'll tell you what the track is. We're going to play Led Zeppelin, Hey Hey, What Can I Do? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's always been a favourite of mine, and yeah. it doesn't get much okay. airplay. Because mm -hmm. I happen to like Led Zeppelin Volume 4. Um, yeah. I think that is a beautiful album. Yeah. So I thought, I said today, you know, bearing in mind Brother John and everything else, I thought, do I play it or do I not? And I thought, oh, well... Oh, crikey, I play Led Zeppelin all the time. Yes, but when, a presenter, when, when a presenter does it from a radio show, it can sometimes be seen as a little bit intrusive because it's family, yeah. it's everything else. Well, that's very... Very sweet of you to think of that. So would you like to introduce your brother's band, and I'll say it in a very nice way, your brother's band, and Thanks. hey, hey, and hey, hey, what can I do? So the next track is Led Zeppelin, and it's called Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Well, Led Zeppelin there ran from 1971, if my memory serves me right. Maybe uh, the sister of Brother John can tell me, but uh, was it 71 or 72, Deborah? I think it's possibly 71, but um, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't quite know. But I think it's probably 71, but oh, it sounds, do you know, that's the great thing about them. It sounds as fresh today, you know, I mean, that just sounded amazing, didn't it? I think it did. Um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love it, and I loved, I loved the way that Zeppelin did those, you know, acoustic-y, mandolin-y, not that mandolin was on that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Those sort of tracks it, and 
Fantastic. It, love, love, love it. It wasn't their sound at the time. I mean, come, I mean, and we all know a whole lot of love was 68, 69, but you go through that Led Zepp 2, Lemon Song, Thank You, and, um, you know, you then come through Communication Breakdown. It wasn't their sound at the time, and I don't think they caught up with that sound, if I put it in a very positive way, until Led Zeppelin 4, because obviously we had... Well, I think 3... three was good. ...was, you know, started going that way, yeah. with Tangerine and That's the Way and all that sort of thing. And then for, yeah, I mean, I think it was always in them. They're all, they've, they've all been and, and still are quite folky, you know. Yeah. They're all, they all love, I mean, they, they're all big, big friends with Fairport Convention and, you know, that's how it ended up with Sandy Denny doing Battle of Evermore, you know. So they, all, they were all a bit partial to a bit of acoustic folk and stuff. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't, think, it wasn't widely you know, recognised. One of, one, of one of the big mis misnomers really is that um, Led Zeppelin are a heavy metal band because they're, they're just so not, you know, they're, they're a blues rock folk band soul band even yes but i think they're known for the searing guitars and yeah. obviously with the powerhouse rock that came from led zepp one yeah for uh, sure for and sure. Le and led zepp two which was where they stamped their mark it was yeah. houses of the holies in my mind and don't forget by those by that time i was just a simple punter but um, when i heard houses of the holy uh, uh, and saw the cover i thought yeah you know the band has branched out or maybe as you've correctly said they just brought out their inner self, whichever way yeah. you look at it. Yeah. But that's a marvellous album. But that track being 71, I think, was three or four years ahead. Mm. Um, and it showed the way I think they were going to go. I mean, then obviously Stairway to Heaven and everything else came out. Um, but no, fine, fine, fine catalogue. Yeah, thought, absolutely I, brilliant. It was lovely listening to that. Yeah, I thought you'd like to listen to that this morning. So and I don't suppose it's been a good few years at least before you've heard that on any radio station. Absolutely, I don't think I have, you know. So it, it was great to listen to it, and it sounded as beautiful as it did. <coughs> right, so now back to um, Uncle Sam land, or America, as we say. So when exactly do you leave, Deborah? We leave on the 29th, and my uh, secretary is just giving me the, the date. <laughs> my secretary, known as um, uh, the great Peter Bullock guitarist um, extraordinaire with Paul Rogers, and my band. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, you, you got a free plug, so what's the problem? I know. He, he would have... Listen, I wouldn't be getting coffee if I didn't do that. So um, he's given me the dates now. We leave on the 28th, I think, uh, 29th. And the first show is May the 1st at the Wonder Bar in um, Asbury Park with Terry Reid. So it's May the 1st. Then May the 2nd, we're in Wayne. Pennsylvania at the 118 North Club. Um, the May the 4th, we're at the Cutting Room in uh, 32nd East, East Street, New York. May the 7th, we're in Cafe 9, New Haven. And then May the 9th, we're at Daryl's House, um, which is in Pauling. So those are the, those are the dates. Those are the dates. Um, and I'm, yeah, really excited about it. Now, is there anywhere that people, I know over here, because you may get some Brits over there, etc., that know have relatives and things, where can they find information? Which www pothole can we find it? It will be on deborahbonham.com. Well, there you go. There's another yeah. great plug so for another that, great and, plug. and on the Facebook, which is just uh, Deborah Bonham Facebook page and Twitter, it'll all, Deborah Bonham Twitter, it'll all go on social media. I'm going to have to give you a friend request, you know, on Facebook. I'm going to have to give you a friend request, you know. Yes. 
well, of course we'll accept you. Oh, I just <laughs> thought I might have to. I thought I might have to go part via the scrutinising committee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yes, we'll, we'll we'll sit down and all discuss you, and decide that if you can play tracks like that, you, well, you're accepted. I'll give, you a fr- I'll give you a friend's request. And obviously I know that through that, you see, it was through, Dave, that I kept personally up to date with what you were doing out there last time. You know, uh-uh. And the photographs that you sent back, um, and they got sent back and Dave pushed out. I put a comment on mo- under, all, under most of them, um, which I was very pleased to do, because the photographs were stunning. They were absolutely yeah, stunning. Yeah, well, you know who, who took most of those? There were the two girls that were with Anne Wilson, uh, a, a lady called Kimberly Adamis, that um, she's the wife of Denny Fongheiser, who's one of the, he's just an amazing drummer. And he was drumming with Anne Wilson. And Kimberly has this amazing ability as a photographer. And then there was uh, another girl, Jess, and Jess was superb as well. And they, they, were, they were in the, in the Anne Wilson camp, which I might add were, was a very beautiful camp. So um, I got on so well with them. And, of course, you know, to, to become friends with Anne was just... Um, uh, it was a moment in my life because, I, uh, you know, there was, during the 70s, one of my favourite albums, well, to, to both of them was Dreamboat Annie and um, Little, uh, Little Queen. And so to eventually meet her all these years later, and she's still singing as great as ever, uh, it was great. And we, we did a... Uh, got on stage with Paul Rogers and the three of us did a track, a song, live, and it was, it was a moment. Well, there you go, these moments. Are now, is there going to be an album from the last tour? Is there, is there any sort of live album available or going to be available? Well, or? I'm, I'm talking, you know, I've got so many projects going on because um, I just did it as uh, a, um, acoustic um, and semi-electric with a very old friend of mine, Ian Hatton, who lives in New York. Uh, I've known him since I was about 16, um, we grew up in Kidderminster in the Midlands, in the Midlands together. And um, he, he actually was in, he joined Jason, my nephew Jason Bonham in a band called Bonham, funny enough. And they did really, really well in America. And then he also joined Jason with Paul Rogers as well. So there was this incredible synergy. And uh, so Ian and I did the show, so it's just stripped right back. And we had to really think about how we were going to do these songs in a different way. You know, you've got to look at it in a very different way to how it is with a full band. So um, we stripped it back and it just worked. It worked beautifully. And yes, we did record it. And yes, I think at some point that will that will come out. At the moment, I'm just working on... Um, it's not like a best of. I think it will be like the, the story so far of, of all the records I've made and just certain tracks off each record. That sounds that, good. Yeah, um, that will come out um, in May, um, and that's on Quarto Valley Records over in America, which I'm really um, super pleased to be signing to or signed to. Um, they're super guys, they're so, so supportive, and... Um, so that's coming out with them, and I'm also doing um, uh, an album of cl- not classic blues, but um, you know, a couple of rare, rare songs, of, a sort of blues soul. And I'm going to do that with um, a guy called Marco Giovino, the, the, the drummer, fantastic drummer. He's played with Nora Jones and uh, um, Amy Lou Harris, and he did the band of Joy with Robert Plant. Um, so. Um, 
I'm working on that as well. So I've, I've got, and then I want to do a, a, a new album of new songs that I've written as well. So I've got a busy year. You busy have, year coming up. You have indeed. I think what you better do is put your feet up for three or four minutes and uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to pass something to you now from something that I've got a bit of a crusade for. Uh-huh. Um, Dave knows about this um, in the fact that I've been working very hard with this um, th- this little band and, and trying to get their stuff, um, um, should we say, reinvigorated and done. Whether it happens or not is another story. But I want to play you a track, a little-known track from 1977 uh, called A Little Piece of Luck. And I certainly hope the more than a little piece of luck goes to you. Have a listen to the beauty of this. Well, I hope a little piece of luck from that goes to you, Deborah. Oh, thank you. What a lovely song. That is a group called Splinter. Okay. From I can't say I've heard of it, but I, I really enjoyed hearing it. No, that was a, a, a demo done for Apple Records. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's never seen the light of day. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll take that and run with it. Sounds, it sounds great. Thank it's you. Uh, a duo that never quite hit the heights that they should have done. And um, I'm working with Dave and doing one or two things to try and get their stuff sort of pushed in a, in a better way. Because I think that uh, they were a great little duo and um, uh-huh. they deserve a lot more. But uh, anyway, that's another story. But I thought the song was very prophetic uh, and, and very tuneful, I think, yes. is... Uh, the way that it goes at the moment so when are you gonna are you how long you so you're in britain now for a month or two etc but yeah, te- tell well, us I, i've just i've been busy um i've just done a um it's like a a, a cream unplugged album i think they're, they're going to call it cream revisited and it's it's been all of the cream songs have been stripped back and there's ginger baker's done it joe bonamassa paul rogers um and the wonderful uh, Maggie Bell. Oh, Again, Maggie, Bell, Maggie Bell. There's a there's yeah, there's a so voice that should not be left in the past. Absolutely. So you can imagine how honoured I felt when I got asked to do that as well. So um, because Maggie again is one of those ladies that I just grew up with. So, well, you know from the from day dot because she was signed to Swan Song, and I, my brother had this great album called Suicide Sal. And I started listening to Maggie Bell. And, you know, I mean, she's just phenomenal. And to be able to be on the same record as her, and at some point I said to her, Mags, we've got to do something together. So maybe maybe I'm going to say to Gary, come on, bring Maggie Bell over as well. <laughs> let's, let's do a, a, a Debs and Maggie tour. You never know. As they say, you're quite correct. You never, you never know. But uh, never Maggie know. Bell, make... yeah, great, great vocals, great voice, and uh... yeah. Well, so that's that's um, coming out later in the year. So that was great fun as well. And so I, I literally, I've just only just did a bit before Christmas and some um, in in January. So been busy on that. Um, and now you know, it's just getting this other record ready to go come out in May. And I'm at home, which I always love with the the horses and the dogs and yeah waiting to go off to to um to the u.s well there you go you're certainly are a busy lady and i think it's a miracle that we've caught you this morning yeah well i'm enjoying just sitting here with a cup of coffee it's brilliant the sun's shining and it's a, a beautiful day well what more could you ask now um you've obviously not reached a plateau but you've now got to a point where you've got so many projects on 
And, you mm. know, are you not sort of worried that you might split yourself too far? Um, you know, I mean, obviously... No, I mean, there's a lot of time, you know, and, and <coughs> you know, time just disappears if you don't keep busy. And then you wonder, well, where did that... What happened? Where did that go, you know? And I, I don't like doing that. I like to 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 be busy and involved. I'm, I'm I sort of I'm always involved in a load of things. I can't help myself on that. And if it's uh, from you know, I'm always writing for a start off, which I love. But I'm always involved in animal charities or kids charities and things. I'm always trying. I'm always doing something. <laughs> I don't really sit still for too long. But um, you know, that's what. You know, that's what makes the world go round. And occasionally I think, crikey, I just want to do nothing. And when those days come, um, that's exactly what I do. Well, there you go. You're in a position to be able to do that, and that's absolutely fantastic. Well, all I can say is I'm going to play another track, and I know that I've got to, I've got to dash and soon, but uh, it's half an hour gone already, which has been absolutely fantastic. Love spending time, quality time with you, finding out what's happening and finding out what's going on across the pond, and uh, in little snips and bits. But uh, I want to play one of your tracks now, and I'd like what's your, uh, I'd like to take your take on it. Um, as I said, I love the album Spirit. I, I I do I I really do love it and uh, I want to play I want to play this track I don't think I've played it on air before mm-hmm. and uh, so I'd like to pl- please to, for you to give us a little bit of background of the fourth track on the album called I Need Love Ah yes it sounds like it sounds like you're going to pour bisto over your roast beef for lunch you know <laughs> <laughs> except I'm vegetarian well there you go all right you can have vegetarian <laughs> Corn. <laughs> yeah, you can have vegetarian bisto now, can't you? That's why you said. You can. Ah. You can. It's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, <let's>, um, <coughs> excuse me for a you second. Know, it's, it's one of those tracks. I, I wrote it actually in, in, of all places, in Bahrain, some some years ago. Um, we we were doing some shows out there, which was fantastic, actually, and I loved 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 the country. It was brilliant, and. Um, and it just, I don't know, you know, songs just come sometimes. And um, I, I, I think I just, the song's really about how difficult life can be sometimes. And it is for everyone, you know, I mean, that's just how it is. And you have these times and you think, oh, gosh, you know. Um, and it's really about that. And, it, and it's about going, well, okay, don't, don't keep trying to fight it, just go with it and go, okay, well, whatever, you know, let, 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 bring it on, let's, let's get through this, because, you know, there's no point me sitting here and, and whinging about things, it's like, just bring it on and let's, let's hit it head on. And that's really what the song's about. Well, would you like to introduce your track from your album, Fly, please? Uh, I Need Love, I've said it all for you, I know, it's not copycat science here, but if you'd like to introduce it, Deborah, I'll play it for you. This is um, this is a track called "I Need Love" from the Spirit album by myself, Deborah Bonham. Deborah, I think that is absolutely terrific. Always have done and always will. I think that is absolutely... Thank you. I really do like that. And I tell you what, if you ever get an opportunity, please do that as an acoustic number. I think there's so much in there um, from the heart, from the soul, that, um, you know, doing it as a plain, simple acoustic number would give it us uh, an even richer feel. 
That's well, m- I actually did. I, I have done that. and um, I wouldn't know that, you see. I don't know everything. <laughs> I, well, I'm... I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Seriously, I'm very, ha- I'm very happy. I think it's a wonderful song, and Thank I think you. it's, the, I think it's a standout track from your album. To be quite honest, if, if I, Thank you know, I think we're all, we're, we're all allowed to do live. this. To be honest, it has grown live. It is really, it's got more powerful live. Um, it, it's, it's one of the, the the moments in the set when we do it. I have to say, but it did work acoustically. I did it with the. The um, amazingly talented uh, Dougie Boyle, who works with um, uh, Nigel Kennedy, amongst others, and was, again, he was with Robert Plant two years back. Um, and uh, he's an incredibly, uh, an incredible acoustic guitarist, and, and uh, he's just absolutely brilliant. And we did it together at the, at the Royal Albert Hall. And... Uh, yeah, it worked. You're absolutely right. And I've often thought since, I really should do that. Um, so maybe, you, yeah, you've sparked something in me there. Well, if I've done something there, that's fantastic. But if you're going to send it to me, I look forward to receiving it. I didn't know that, you see. Yes, I do research you, and, and I do understand a little bit about where you are, what you're doing, which is what, why I'm this side of the microphone and you're that side. But well, it, I, don't, I don't think it's well publicised about that. So, you know, you're forgiven, Nigel. You're forgiven. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, it's always been great talking to you, and I've got a feel for you music i think that is slightly different than from the, the standard run of the mill i know everybody has their own feel i understand that but yeah. a lot of the stuff that is sent out there for our digestion i don't like um, yeah. um i suppose it's because of my affiliation with the fab four um i tend to be, i think i've been spoiled this is my problem i think when i was a teenager um you know the beatles the stones the who led zeppelin deep purple well, i was know, i've been spoiled it. That's it. It's the same as me. I mean, from from an early age, you know, I grew up in in this amazing um, family of music. Um, going back, I mean, my my folks loved um, my my dad loved uh, like people like Mahalia Jackson and uh, going through to um, even Lena Horn and things like this. Yeah. And, and they loved the big bands, uh, the Tommy Dorsey bands and you know, the, the trumpeter Harry James and things. So we, we grew up with that. My brothers, both of them, became big Motown soul fans. So in steps Aretha Franklin and, and Otis Redding and Al Green and la, 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 la. And then it moved to the West Coast. Oh, and then we've got the Beatles always there. Mom took John and Michael, to my, both my brothers, to see the Beatles. And John just, you know, they had front row. Mom said you couldn't even hear the band play from the screaming. <laughs> Oh, no, I know, but, but John just st- stared at them with that look of "I want to do this," and he was only about, you know, 50, 14, 15, something like that. Well, there you go. You see, these things happen. But it's nice yeah. to know when I talk to people like yourself, who are more than just a fellow professional. Um, you know that there is this link. I mean, you've yes. said it before. Well, it is great music. Great music, and as we know, it's all stood the test of time. And and you you often wonder things that are happening now. Do you, you know? Is it going to stand the test of time? I don't know. Um, all I know is that I, you know, I love playing all the all the stuff that we've just talked about, and I regularly play all of that music. And I do try and keep an ear open for new stuff, you know. Yeah, it does. 
but it keeps slipping back to the old it stuff because I just put it on and go, yeah, Here's that's a, it, you know. He, you, he, can't beat, you can't beat that, you know. Here is a case in point. Well, obviously, you know, you've only got about 15 minutes left, so please stay with us for the hour. Um, it's become a Deborah Bonham special, which is great. But um, <laughs> don't mind that at all. I'm going to play a track from 1964, which was a cover from a track from 1957-58. And I like both versions, which is most unusual, because I think nothing's better than an original. And if you're going to top it with a cover, not everybody can do Twist and Shout like the Beatles did to the Isley Brothers. Um, and yeah. I, that, that is your param- parameter. But I think this British band did a great copy of this American original. And I'm sure you'll know it, but uh, I'm going to play the zombies in Going Out of My Head. Uh-huh. There's a raise from the grave for you, I think, Deborah. Absolutely. Fantastic. And you're right, you know, if you're going to do a cover, it's got to, you know, it, you've got to take it somewhere, which uh, they certainly did. I think, you know, that's not disrespectful to Little Anthony and the Imperials. It still kept its soul roots. Uh, yeah. But it, you, you took it from the soul to the rock idiom. But what I do like about it is they still kept those very subtle rhythm changes in there. They uh, did. They, and, they kept it true. Uh, and Colin Blunston's vocals were, you know, I mean, they were absolutely well, he, fantastic. He is great, Colin. I love Colin Blunston, you know, he's, he's, he's amazing. So, yeah, what a, what a lovely track to play. Oh, and uh, I'm, thank you very much for that. I do like to enjoy it. Now, what I'd like to do is, you're going to America. I'd uh-huh. like to play a track that uh, was given to me by a Canadian lady. Um, it's a little bit sentimental. It's uh, a bit, uh, schmaltzy does come into it, but I think <laughs> um, I think it's the sentiment of the words. Okay, now, that is, that is the important thing here because we've been saying about this and your track. I need love and everything else. Everybody needs a friend, mm-hmm. and uh, this is by a gentleman by the name of Dan Seals. Okay. And uh, I just thought I'd drop this in because uh, it's a warm interview. It's not scripted. But sometimes, as you've just said, you need friends. You lean on friends. Friends, oh, lean, yeah. on, let friends lean on you. And you've got an experience that enriches you for the rest of your life. And I just think this track sums it up so well. Oh, brilliant. I don't know about you, Deborah, but I love the sentiment of that. Absolutely beautiful, really, really lovely, and it, I think it wasn't schmaltzy. No, it, it, it was a bit McCartney-ish with the with the sweet sound, you know, a bit schmaltzy. I didn't mean it in an offensive way. It was the fact that it wasn't hard rock. It wasn't acoustic, in the sense of just two guitars or one guitar. There was a little bit of dressing with it, uh, yeah, an, over, an overlaying echo and schmaltzy. I did say a little bit of schmaltz. I didn't say that it was sugar coated, but no, you just. Just a little. Just but a little. what a beautiful sentiment, and I think that is, it doesn't get a playing over here. That is a mid American Canadian artist by the name of Dan Seals. Wow, oh, I loved it. It was lovely. And uh, it, uh, yeah, you're right. The, the, the lyric, the sentiment, you know, it's, it's great. Everybody needs to think like that and well, Deborah, I think it's the time for the old uh, studio cues coming down. It's been absolutely fantastic to sit with you and talk today about the American tile, the American yeah, tour, and the news. So, thank you so much, Nigel. You know, it's it's been great. So, and I've loved listening to the music you've played, and it's been fantastic. And uh, come I over to one of the shows. I know, I know, you want me to come up to Norwich, and I'm going to do that. I am going to do Norwich because I love Norwich. But come over to New York. 
I'd love to come to New York. If you can, I've told you before on your last tour, if you can fit me in the back in the in the luggage rack, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but never uh, know. you never you know. Never know. <laughs> I'd love to come, but um, as I say, I'm looking forward to you meeting Carol. Um, oh, and yeah, I, and I know too. that you'll give my regards to Carol as well, and uh, etc. On and off air. Um, she's a great supporter of us, so uh, all I can say is we're great supporters of you. Thank you so much for gracing our programme today. Best of luck with the tours, and if you can say, I will send you a friend, uh, a friend um, request on Facebook. It'll come through my Out of Town Media page, so that you know who it is, and yeah. uh, we can uh, connect up there. Deborah, can I wish you all the success that you deserve? Thanks Thank for you. gracing you our programme today, and uh, you take care now. And you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. A real special in the end from uh, Deborah Bonham, and uh, she's uh, going again to uh, hit the heights in America. And uh, talking about friends, I think I'm going to be out of here, so our time's used up once again on um, Groove Britain today. Going to leave you a track from 1971 by a group called Arrival, and I'm going to stay on the Friends theme because that's the name of the track, and I think this is so soulful, so respectful. I'm going to say my goodbyes now, and I'm going to leave you with a track called Friends. And uh, here we go. That was Nigel Pierce speaking with songstress Deborah Bonham, who's going to be touring the U.S. More authentic British radio for you next time on UK Radio.